0: hello and welcome to another episode of NYC sports I'm your host Trent Freeman on my left is former college coach Jim Freeman coach how you doing I'm doing
1: great how you doing
2: today
0: I'm excited for this episode on the screen with us is creator of the real wrestling blog Jesse Lipson how you doing I'm good how thanks for having me dude I'm excited to have you on here we've got some we've got some exciting stuff to talk about right now
2: I'm a big fan I'm
0: a big fan so. i fan. I appreciate that. I'm so I'm so glad to have you on.
1: It's always nice to bring fans on the exactly. show. Exactly. We love it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, the Islanders beat the Bruins. They advanced to 2 and 1 yep. and Varlamov set the record for uh consecutive shutouts. He, he,
1: yeah, for uh consecutive to start, minutes to start the, to start season, the, start the season. Right. He absolutely.
0: had two uh shutouts an hour and 20 minutes, awesome. which is just insane. Yeah, it is. Hopefully he keeps that going. And the Devils beat the Rangers. In their last meeting, yep. they advance. The Devils advance to two wins, no losses, and one uh, overtime loss. And yep. the Rangers are one and two now.
1: Correct. Yep. And then, uh, you know, the Devils are actually headed at uh, Nassau Coliseum on Thursday night. There's going to be a split home and home. So Devils will head into uh, Long Island, and then Islanders will head out to Jersey um, for a Sunday game. And then uh, I believe the Rangers are headed out to Pittsburgh, who actually had a real slow start. They were 0-2, but won their last two. So, you know, again, the season's still early. It'll be interesting to see how things continue to move forward.
0: Yeah, hopefully the Rangers can uh, get it going a little bit and the uh, and the Devils and Islanders can keep rolling.
1: Absolutely.
0: Let's see it happen. For sure. Now, on the diamond, George Springer... Big news. ...signs his contract. I heard earlier in the week, I think it was Monday, a couple days ago, that the deal will be done this week. You know, it was always between uh, the Mets and the Blue Jays, at least for the past recent reports. It was between the Mets and the Blue Jays. And I think you you said it earlier today. I think that, I don't know if it's any coincidence that, (laughs) you know, the day after the Mets fire their GM after that horrific scandal, yeah... I don't. I think it could be connected.
1: Uh, you know, anything is possible. Yeah, and, and I hope Met not. Fans, as a Met fan, I'd hate for that to be the case. You know, you're on a high. You're like, oh, this is great. We have new ownership. Look at the signings we have. Yeah. Oh man, what are you doing? Brutal We're back to the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal.
2: Yeah.
0: I but mean, anyway, how does this Springer signing affect the league?
2: I mean, now the AL East has competition, more competition in it, and the Astros. I mean. They're just being depleted more and more. It's that I don't know how many more years they have left of uh just riding whoever they got right now. Contending. But I mean George Springer to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are now a favorite, one of the favorites in the East by far and in the American league, pretty much. And I Trevor mean, Bauer team, is still on their radar. So
0: Blue Jays are definitely gonna contend. To yeah, sure. no doubt. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're I was all, just agreeing with you, you know, like, yeah, they're going to continue. We're all there. excited We today. are excited. No, I think that about.
0: <laughs> on the Mets front, I think that before Lindor wasn't even in talks, uh, mm-hmm. and Springer and Bauer were both on, on the table, right. you know, so before the Lindor deal, I think Bauer was a target, Springer was a target, and the way that I saw it was, you know, we have Nimmo in center. He's he's a capable center center fielder. He's not a right. true center fielder well, that's per it. se. No and, and Conforto. The two right, of them. Right.
1: But again, neither one is a true center fielder.
0: There's no doubt that Springer would have helped that defense so much. Yeah. But the way that I kind of saw it was we can get Springer, and maybe you don't need Bauer as much because you sure up that, that outfield right. a little bit. You move Nimmo over to left. But if you get Bauer, you don't necessarily need Springer in center. You know, because just that pitching might neutralize the threat.
1: Along with the other starters. Right, and, yeah, and them
0: being able to carry their weight. You, if you get one, you don't necessarily need the other. Sure would help. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I want them both, you know. I but
2: mean, it's, I mean, if the Mets got um, Trevor Brower, they'd have the easily the best rotation. Yes. In
1: baseball. Like, be dynamite.
2: And if you have the best rotation in baseball, like, that's the best. <laughs> you're feeling
0: You're feeling pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's still on the table. I don't know if we're going to do it. There was kind of talks when Cohen got the ownership that they weren't going to go above that luxury tax. And I think that they might have to if they're going to bring in Bauer. I don't exactly know where they stand financially, but I know he wants a big deal. I don't know if they're kind of – I don't know if they're even looking – to add more pieces at this point. We can contend with what we have right now after the Lindor trade. I'd still love to see it.
1: Yeah, you know what I found interesting? Uh, If the information I read was correct, one of the things that was shared about Bauer is that he wants to be in a four-person rotation, not a five. And I mean, with the Mets pitching staff as it is, I'll take that. You know, I mean, you know, you can have DeGrom, Bauer yeah and who's your one and two I still got to go with DeGrom but you know even so, though Bauer yeah, won it last year right you know <laughs> so you know DeGrom Bauer Syndergaard mm-hmm. yeah like right there I mean that, that's a solid that's a three, pretty
0: exciting big three no
1: doubt um and then and you have Stroman. other pieces that yeah you can and Strowman definitely so, who knows
0: now Jess Yankees just signed LeMay Hugh and they avoid arbitration with Judge how are you mean? feeling Kluber Love as well, play. right? You got it, Kluber.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, Kluber, that was that was great, too. I think we signed him for a little much, but, I mean, I'm also, hopefully he has still stuff left in the tank. He's a Cy Young guy, so yeah. uh, hopefully he has that. But um LeMahieu, weight lifted off my shoulder. Oh, my gosh, I've been waiting for this.
0: Every day that went by, I think they were daring him to go somewhere else. <laughs> you know, it was just like, no, do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I was waiting to see it. Like I I expected that day 2. Oh, we got him. But I think also by the way with Kluber, I don't know if we're going to get Pat, uh Tanaka. I don't think so. Interesting like, to see have... how that plays yeah, out. Yeah.
0: That'll definitely be something to look yeah. for. Right.
2: Cuz he wants like 15 to 16 a year and that's a lot for um they don't have they don't have that. Right. I mean, we do. Stop. Have the Yankees, the, Yankees. I mean, the Yankees are actually going uh, to give. I tried to give it to you,
0: you. You know, I I agreed. I said yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 No. no.
2: The reason you won't I get any
0: mercy I, from yeah, this crew. They
2: say they didn't. Um, Steinbrenner said he didn't want to sign more people, uh, more money than they did in the past couple years. Since we haven't been winning, it's like right more money and stuff. But I mean. If the, any team's going to sign more money and pay
0: whoever, however much money it's the Yankees. So. Of course. <laughs> now watch, watch the Yankees sign Bauer and have Bauer and Cole and and,
2: then, and, and, and
0: all the Mets talk. fans start They're crying. <laughs> and then they'll
1: go, you know, we have too many starting pitchers. One of you has to go into the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a nightmare. Yeah. We'll move on from that. Uh, we'll, we'll transition on to the gridiron now. Phillip Rivers just retired after 17 years in the league. And he was a part of the Eli Manning trade. It Eli was, was drafted. Be connected. Yeah, eternally. Eli was drafted to the Chargers, but there was that whole big thing where they never, they never outwardly gave a reason why because they're classy and they're the Mannings, but they didn't, they didn't want to be in San Diego at the they time. It was San Diego. Now they're Los Angeles. But uh, Giants drafted
1: um, Philip Rivers and then traded. Right. So, interestingly enough, by the way. Uh, in that time period, where Rivers was with San Diego or with the Chargers, because mm-hmm. they had also been in LA, right? And uh, and Eli playing with the Giants, um, Giants happened to win two Super Bowls. Yeah. And, How many uh, did San Diego, LA? Uh, That's right. Zero. None. So maybe the Mannings made a good choice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling good with their choice. I'm very pleased. Yeah. Anyway, I but just Rivers thought, did have a good career. No, of course, Rivers is one of. Honestly, he's one of my favorite personalities in the league. Whenever you see him mic'd up, he's he's hysterical. He's so yeah. fun to Grace listen Matt to. Talker. Yeah, it's the best. Because it's it's also like so formal and polite at the same time. Like doggum, you know, like, it's the best. You know, it's just interesting the comparison between Eli and Philip because they'll always be connected and Eli getting the rings that he did and Philip not. When Eli retired last year, the Giants just posted a wall, maybe something like I I counted in, I think it was something like twenty five posts wow. consecutively. Just honoring Eli and and his work and his everything that he stood for and all of the accolades and everything. Just thank you. You know, thank you, Eli. That same offseason last year, the 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 Chargers parted ways with Phillip Rivers and I looked of a door, and I and I looked at I looked at their social media because I was like, wow, you know, like they've been through a lot too, you know, like there's got to yeah. be some nothing, not a single post. I was like, geez, that's kind of rough. Now he retires.
2: Yeah, now he retires
0: as a member of the Colts and the Colts put up, you know, two posts, one just like thank you for what you've done and then the reactions of other players across the league. And then the Chargers put out, you know, maybe one post, thank you, 17. Like, well, that's nice of you
1: that you thought of that, you know. I was like, come on. Again, maybe why Eli chose the Giants instead yeah. of San Diego. Yeah. A little, a little difference in organizational class. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Speaking of Eli, though, Eli might come back to the Giants next year. There is speculation. That'd be great. That'd be pretty awesome. I'd love to see that. John Mara has said from the time that Eli retired and yep. he was giving his speech, uh, in the same speech that he said, no other Giant will wear number 10, came out and said, we we would love to have you back oh, in any facet. Yeah. yeah, in any facet of the game, and the organization – And he came out, Eli did, came out in an interview and said, uh, when the question was asked, what are your plans for next season, he said, hopefully I'll be able to do some more things with the Giants next year. This year, it was new, didn't know how much I wanted to be around the team, I think we both needed a break from each other, but hopefully I can do some more things related to the Giants moving forward outstanding I would love, love it. it I think that it's it was necessary for him to take the the year gap oh, away sure. just for Daniel Jones to be able to take take the reins of this team without number 10 looming overhead Yep. not that you know I would never say that Eli's a bad thing but it's no, just so I, important for him to
1: take ownership exactly. of the club. yeah as, as the leader as the the offensive leader I I think it was a good move yeah and, and I'm sure you know, Eli had been around a long time. He needed to step away. Yeah. So I think that was great for him. But wow, to have him, you know, somewhere on the sidelines, that'd yeah. be terrific.
0: Even just in the QB room or just, you know, to 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 help this offense kind of grab its legs a little bit. We were thirty first in passing, I think, second only to the Jets. Um Ooh. we might have been thirty second <laughs> in passing touchdowns. We struggled. Struggled. Struggled a lot.
1: But yeah, no doubt to have Eli in there. I mean, and the the wealth of knowledge that he brings to any coaching staff be tremendous. I would also, it would be interesting to see because
0: there have been talks that Jason Garrett has gotten head coaching interviews. If Jason Garrett gets signed elsewhere, <laughs> does Eli Manning come in as an offensive coordinator? Uh,
2: maybe a smaller position first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, no. As a Jets fan, I don't think you hold the same <laughs> nostalgic love for number 10 that we do. You had number 9? Was Sanchez 9 or 6? 6. 6? 6, six. six? Yeah,
1: six. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo. How'd so that work out for you?
2: You know, Sanchez <laughs> actually beat Phillip Rivers in the playoffs when, uh, in really? like 08 or 09. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, going to the AFC yeah. Championship, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So that was that. Uh, I like the Manning thing, too, because I don't
1: think Jess would have beat him if Manning was on the Chargers, so yeah. that's good. There you go. It, it would be interesting. Again, I don't know if it's something that Eli himself would be comfortable jumping into that role. You know, As right. you would said, Jess, you know, maybe start smaller. Um, interestingly enough, if I heard Peyton might be offered an OC position, I'm like, oh, no doubt. Yeah, He can handle that. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that Eli couldn't handle it. It's the perception of you know, Peyton just controlled everything on the field. He coached
0: field. he coached the offensive practices. Yeah, he he
1: he, he ran it. Yeah. And so when you look at Eli and you go, could he, maybe, I think probably I'm sure? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, probably. Could, that would probably be good. <laughs> I think, you know. Yeah. You know, it's just different personalities and how they were projected. Yeah. So we don't know, but uh hey, just to have him back in some capacity. I'd love great. it. The giant. You guys
2: you can go on. If Jason Garrett leaves and you guys need an offensive coordinator, you can take Adam Gase. He's available.
0: You know what's interesting? Ah. You know what's interesting? The Seahawks have actually expressed in, yeah, interest in Adam Gase, and Jamal Adams was not having it. He's like, no.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. rough. That's rough. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll speaking of uh, Adam Gase, we'll transition now into the Jets. Clearly, we uh, we said the other day that they just got their head coach, Robert Sala. Before we get into anything else, Jess, how are you feeling about that signing?
2: I love it. I love it. If there's... We need someone to light a fire under this team, and I think he's the guy.
0: He's the guy to do it, for sure. Yeah. What I thought was big was Richard Sherman... I love Richard Sherman because he's not afraid to say it like it is. Absolutely, he speaks his mind. My favorite video on YouTube is him roasting Skip Bayless. That's my fate. Like oh, that yeah. is my favorite video to watch ever.
1: Skip, whenever you refer to me, whenever you speak to me, whenever you address me, address address me as All Pro Stanford graduate because those are some accomplishments you will never, you can aspire to, you will never accomplish. And,
2: he's also like a, such a smart guy too. Oh yeah, he's a genius. Stanford, yeah, sure.
0: The fact that he's so well educated and the fact that he he calls it like it is, he's not afraid to speak poorly of you if he believes it and if he can back it up, those two things, his comments carry weight, you know? Maybe more so than others. And for him to come out and endorse Robert Sala as fiercely as he has, I think speaks volumes. I think the Jets got the perfect guy.
1: So far it does seem like it. You know, it's obviously extremely early to find out he hasn't done anything yet right so (laughs) it's it's definitely early I think it'll and I'm sure he will right but I just have to say you know we have to see who he's going to put on his coaching staff that's Mm going to be big because clearly you can be the head coach but you need to have those support staff around you those good people that you trust and so we'll see who he brings in I'm sure he will bring in some good yeah, he brought in Mike LaFleur from the 49ers. He learned from Kyle
0: Shanahan for years. He followed mm-hmm. him from the Browns to the Falcons to the Niners and now uh, is has signed with the Jets as an right. offensive coordinator. Jess, you have any thoughts on that one?
2: Go Wait, one second first. To go yeah, back to the um, when we were talking about him with uh, the 49ers and how he did Salah. Salah did good. Yeah. Um, it's a huge difference going from the 49ers' defense and mm-hmm. what they have to what the Jets have. So, that is one thing. Also, like, Richard Sherman's endorsing this guy also as, like, a, as he did amazing, and he he's not going to have those pieces. No, but, but I think the Niners
0: also struggled with a lot of injuries on defense last season, too, yeah. that he was still able to keep them in the top ten of the league in defense. So, like <laughs> like you're saying, he's not going to have the weapons, but he proved that he could be capable without the same kind of weapons last year.
1: And honestly, that'll be – an indication of what type of coach he is yeah you know you clearly you're not going to have the same personnel can you make the best out of the situation and the personnel you have yeah which i think is something that
0: adam GaSe just couldn't do you know it's it's not that he didn't well he didn't i don't think he could you know he proved that he couldn't do it when you're losing all these games and you're facing the media saying I, I have nothing to say to
1: these guys. Yeah, I don't know what else to say after another loss.
0: Like, the Giants went 1-7, and, and Joe <laughs> Judge is confronting the media like, no, we're going to get back to work, and we're going to come out, and we're going to face this team, and we're going to take it to them. And we saw down the stretch that, you know, they started to get some tangible results because right. Joe Judge is a capable head coach. Yeah. So I'm, And it's not I'm, to
1: say that Gase won't be at some point in time. I just, I'm not sure he was quite ready. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that he proved this year his incompetence, but I hope <laughs> for his sake that if he gets another job, that he proves that he can do it. I, Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't the guy from I, the Jets.
2: I think also uh, Salah and Judge kind of have very similar uh, coaching personalities. Yeah, I so definitely I think, agree. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool because I like Joe Judge
0: as a coach. Mm-hmm. So. No, I do too.